Hello, Queer Kateers. It's Evil Jeff here. Just wanted to give a little bit of a warning before the episode starts. Brett was having some audio issues, so it is a little (laughs) sounding a little bit on his end, and I just wanted to apologize in advance. I didn't want to scrap the whole episode because, hey, we've got a lot of X-Men books to cover. So, enjoy. Welcome to Comic Book Queer's Legacy. Hello, I'm your host, Brett, uh, but it's not just me. With me, as always, is your co-host, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Hi, sugar. I'm non-vulnerable when I'm blasting. I I thought you were rogue, but then I thought you were cannibal. Who are you? I'm Rogan Ball. (laughs) No, I don't know. It's just Evil Jeff. I, I really want there to be another, what was that, uh, Secret Warps? Oh, yeah, with like Diamond characters. Patch, Rogan Ball. Like Diamond Patch? <laughs> Diamond Patch was Emma Frost and Wolverine. Yes. There's also Rogan Ball. Not Ooh. invulnerable while eating sugar. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, this is primarily an X-Men show, but it's also a comic book show, but it's also a TV and movie show. But it's also a pop culture show, but it's also a show about friendship. So give me a moment. I'm just going to check in with my friend. Evil Jeff, how was your week? Um, it was it was fine. It was great. It was bad. It yeah. was all of it. It was just, the, it was a tapestry of emotions. It sounds like life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you want to ask, did anything interesting happen? Not really. Evil Jeff did okay. You answered. oh, I did have something interesting happen, and you want to know why oh, was well. The reason why nothing that interesting happened is I got my COVID booster, and so I was Ooh. just like knocked out all weekend. So oh, okay, Does but that I have feel that better effect now. On you, yes, it usually knocks me out for a couple of days, um, but now I feel better. Nice. And now I'm okay. going to go lick pavements and 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 have people, people. strangers breathe into my face. Um. So I had something interesting happen to me. Oh, what? It's not that interesting. It's personal. I've reunited with some friends who meant the world to me when I lived in Chicago. I haven't seen some of them in five years. Others three. But we all went to one of my friends. Their parents have a lake house. We should do that every summer. Uh, it was an old tradition that we haven't done in ages. And so we did it. Um, and here's the tea. One of the two houses that are on this property is haunted. A lot of my friends are straight and they have children. Okay. And so the children were part of this trip, which, you know, it's like life, you know, it's like you used to be young kids drinking and now your kids are all there. Mm-hmm. Long story short, one of the two houses on this property is haunted. One of Did the, the ghosts take the children kids, away? It disappeared. <laughs> the ghosts chose one of the children, the cutest, most innocent one. Like, if you were to put these seven children in a lineup and be like, okay, horror movie fans, which one of these children is the Carol Ann of the group? Okay. To use a poltergeist reference. Oh, I thought it was going to be a Sophie. To, I thought you were doing like a Sophie's Choice thing. Okay, but this no, is a much better comparison. Like you would point to young, cute, innocent, blonde, three-year-old Marv. Okay. You're just like, you're just, like, you are just, there's something about you 
that the spirits are going to, they're going to take you because, because it'll hurt the audience the most kind yeah. of. Wait a minute. Hold on. But also, you're the weirdest. I know what happened. You were all doing, playing, singing Broadway tunes on a piano. And then she came down the stairs and peed herself <laughs> and said, you're all going to die up there. Is that what happened? You're going to die up there. <laughs> Wait, what happened uh, to this no. little girl? Is she alive? No. Boy, he oh boy. was found at like two in the morning standing alone in the middle of the dark in the living room of this house. Hell no. Put up for adoption. Room. Yeah. Put up for adoption. I would have. Nope. Then nope. First of all, this house they were staying in like taxidermied animals, including a fucking bear. Oh, no. Everywhere. Nope. So the kid is already channeled he's channeling he's channeling he's fully he's got he's got the shining (laughs) he's got the shining so he is whimpering cold in the middle of the living room then when brought to bed with his parents he can't sleep they can't sleep he all of a sudden goes what is that man doing up there no i hate that no no then he goes goes, oh the man's head fell off no no the next no, day you. when I was sitting with him at the kitchen table, he was playing with two water bottles and all of a sudden he went dead forever stuck together. What? The kid needs yeah. to be given up. He needs to be. He's the kid from Ghost Rider that we were just reading about. Absolutely. Touched by a demon. You were about to turn into a he's, fucking into a fucking a uh, demon. demonic art piece. I was going to be a sculpture, a, a, devot- <laughs> a devotation to Mephisto. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was wild. I saw my first haunted kid this weekend, and it was great. No, see, if I had a kid and they started doing shit like that, it's a wrap. I would go on those like those uh, creepy pasta things, and they would have all of those yeah. like children's stories of like of like all the different things that kids would say to the babysitter and stuff, being like the man behind you. And I'm like, no, 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 off you go, Do little you know child. What's <laughs> what? Do you know what's worse than being the parent of a kid that was possessed? Oh, by being a ghost? possessed. No. Being the parent of a kid that wasn't chosen. <laughs> oh, and then you're like, come on, Jimmy. Even demons yeah, don't like you. <laughs> be a little more special. I was I, that I did that though. I will tell you I was what? a possessed kid. There what? is a Disney movie called Watchers in the Woods starring yeah, sure. Betty Davis. Betty Davis. And that yeah. movie did something to me. I saw it when I was five years old and it fucked me up. And all I know is that my mom caught me walking around speaking in tongues like i was just walking around late at night my mom was like what are you doing and i was like um just wide-eyed staring at her and my mom's like hell no get to bed you're creepy is that when you got the gay it is yeah and after that i woke up and was like (laughs) girl what are you wearing (laughs) girl girl, what's for breakfast Mm -hmm. um well that's creepy but fun i got the gay when i was on the toilet why? Because the poop, like, actually something went in the butt? What are you talking about? I don't know. I think maybe from the toilet seat. <gasps> Do you remember know. that in the 80s there was, um, it was like a, trying to rip off gremlins. It was called Ghoulies. Ghoulies. But their uh, movie poster is a ghoulie coming out of the toilet and it says Ghoulies. They'll get you in the end. Brilliant. And they're coming out of a toilet. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant marketing. I remember all that. Mo- gremlins, Ghoulies. Cr- remember, uh, wait, was it Chud? Cannibal oh, humanoid underground, humanoid underground, underground dwells. Oh, 
I loved all of that shit. Do you remember in The Simpsons when uh, they went to New York and Homer's telling a story about the last time he went to New York and he like was running away from a pimp and he fell down the sewer mm-hmm. and he ends the story with, and that's when the chuds got me. <laughs> oh, the chuds. I'm going to oh, name my chuds. kid Chud. They're like, oh, it's Chad. It no, Chud. Like, it sounds like a douchebag kid name. Yeah. Yeah. Like a kid that picks on other kids. Uh, but that's perfect. You got a haunting right before Halloween. I'm thankful for my haunting right before spooky season. Um, did you know that there's speaking of, I have, I have a hot topic I want to talk about. Can I hit the music? Yeah. Hit it. We got some hot, we got some hot topics. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. There's a spinoff. That's a ripoff. Have you ever heard of a spinoff ripoff before? Is it a it a, yeah. a, a spip-off? A spip-off? A spip-off. Yeah, a rinoff? I like spip-off. A spin-off of The Boys is Coming called Gen V, and it is basically yeah. Gen X. X. It's almost also ripping off the name as well. Right, VX. I mean, I will say it's probably a bit more closer to uh, New Mutants, or I guess was it New X-Men? It switched back and forth. When it was Wallflower and uh, and Wither and yeah, Mercury, sure. which what came? Yeah, it was first New Squads. It was New Mutants first, and then became New X Men. No, or was it, it New X Men? No, at one point Those it was. Kids, weren't they? No, at one point it was New really? Mutants. Yes, yes. All right. Because they originally brought in like Mirage and uh, yeah, yeah, all of them to be and the teachers. They- they like blew up into so many kids that they had like squads. But yeah, Gen V is basically all the kids that took V. There's now a school for them. And it's very much like, oh, this person shoots things out of their eyes. Oh, this person has magic blood power. This person can shrink. This person's super strong. This person has telekinesis. So it's just X-Men. Um, but the only difference uh, yeah. is it looks like it's maybe government run, probably. Or is it run by the um, by the company? What's the company? I wonder if it's like yeah, privatized. Uh, Vought. Vought. It's probably by Vought, Vought because you did see the red haired yeah. girl. Um, yeah. Yes. What's her name? Colby something. Ashley. Ashley. I know her name is Ashley. Ashley because of that meme. Ashley, look at me. Have you seen that going around on TikTok? No. There's just hot guys will be like, it's like to like hip hop music, like uh, to like techno music. And it just goes, Ashley, look at me. And as soon as it hits me, the, the guy, fuck? the guy is suddenly topless and like sexy. And I was like, what is that from? Oh. And it's literally Homelander yelling at Ashley. And they like put it to techno Ashley. music. Her real name is Colby Minifee. And I met her at a bowling alley. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a celebrity bowling tournament with my friend who's a celebrity. Yeah. My other friend who's a celebrity. Oh my God. You. I am not a celebrity. My friend is. She's on TV. Yeah. Good for her. Which which housewife is she again? Or are you not allowed to say? I can say that I'm high school friends with Jackie Goldschneider from The Real Housewives of New Jersey, who just dropped a book, The Weight of Beautiful, about her battle with anorexia. I can say this. Beautiful. In fact, you should buy her book. Okay. Because she's an incredible person. If you watch Real Housewives of New Jersey, you love Jackie because she's the only normal one. But, but you don't watch it for the normal ones. Run. 
I know. But she's the glue that holds the scene she's in mm-hmm. together. Okay? All right. Um, you should buy her book, The Weight of Beautiful, on Amazon. I know. I need some tips of how to become anorexic so I can lose weight. Well, I guess is the tip just don't eat? Anyway. I, I think so. Um, I think so. Don't do not don't do that. That's probably bad advice. Um, don't do that. Anyway, Gen V, it looks, Gen I'm going to watch it. It looks interesting. It looks fun. It has two Sabrina cast members in it. Oh my God. Can we talk about how Chance, what's his name? Chance P- Podamo? I don't remember I any of their names. And Jazz Sinclair, the cousin and best friend of Sabrina. Yeah. Are both in this show. That's cool. I- I'm in it for that. Oh, by the way, can we take a New York Comic Con tangent? Sure. Not only did I wind up getting a press pass because, you know, for a while because of work, I couldn't go. And then I could go because the thing I had to do for work was canceled. And then it was sold out. And then I was like, wait a minute, I have this show. So we got a press pass. And then we were like, let's get a photo with Chris Evans. And they were like, sorry, bitch, sold out. But do you want a photo with Michelle Gomez from Sabrina and Doom Patrol instead? And I was, was like, like, that's even yes, better. Please. That's better. It's even fucking better. <laughs> so I'm taking a fucking photo with Michelle Gomez with Lilith from Sabrina and Madame Rouge from Doom Patrol. Hello. And from Doctor Who. And from Doctor Who, which I don't give a shit about. <laughs> she plays another Time Lord. Okay. She's great. She's like a villain. She's great. Which, you know, She's duh. great. <laughs> Yeah, she's great. So I'm so excited to have a picture with her. Oh, yeah. And Tom Hiddleston. Nice. Nice. And guess guess what more slots are opening up for tomorrow? What? Who? At noon Eastern. What? Who? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Oh, there you go. And I'm at a work event. You best believe this bitch is going to get some quote unquote diarrhea at about 10 minutes before reservations go on sale. And she's going to sit on the toilet and hit refresh until she gets a fucking $260 10-second, if you're lucky, moment with Chris Evans where you're going to look kind of okay and he's going to look weird for some reason in the photo. Botox. Um, you're going to also have to like record shit, like like green apple splatter shit sounds so that people can really... When they're like, hey, we really need you, and you're like... <laughs> and they're like, oh, Okay. <laughs> We'll let you get do what you need to do. Why did you call them green apple? What? That's fr- it's from an old line from the South Park where they're like, oh, I got the green apple splatters. <laughs> You've never heard that. <laughs> Mr. Garrison well, said them. it. I'm getting them at about 11.50 Eastern time. Yeah. Perfect. That's anyway, amazing. Gen V. Gen um, V is coming out. I the tr- well, I will say that's interesting. You also look? see the girl that could blow up people's heads. Remember how she the had the, she yeah. did, remember how she had like a daughter? Yeah. And in the trailer, she's like, you could have the thing to be powerful. I'm wondering if her daughter is one of the students now. Oh, I would love that. So I'm probably gonna like it. Tether to the characters in the main show, you know? Of course, of course. And I will say this: I do love um that if you think about it, rather than saying it's a ripoff, of course, uh, this original thing was uh, the 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 boys is kind of like what if the Justice League was all fucked up and messed up, and this is what if the X Men was all fucked up. So this is like a fucked up X Men. But here's the deal: the X Men yeah. are fucked up already, 
It already exactly. is Good, fucked nice up. So it's you're it's hard gonna, to kind of yeah. You're just replacing like the clever nuanced X-Men stuff with violence. Because it's one thing when you take the Justice League where they're all like, yay, Gen X. Gen X has a plot line of the headmistress Emma Frost shooting her sister in the head. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not like, yay, kids. <laughs> and may I add for killing the boy who is now the leader of the underground X-Men. Sink. That's correct. That's why Emma killed Adrian. Adrienne. No, what I want to do is I want to have, I want to have, I still tell you, I want to do a thing about, um, I want them to have an Omega, even though this more worked mm-hmm. with Krakoa, but I still wanted to have a comics on just Omegas and people deciding yes. on who is an Omega. Because I feel at this point, Sync seems like an Omega because Sync- More than hope. Because hope, we saw in the future, Sins of Sinister, when Exodus left, she lost all her powers. That doesn't happen to Sync. He's able to use Jean Grey's like telepathy when she was like in space. I feel like, guess who I think is uh, maybe Omega? Not you, Hope. Sounds like some phoenix put a little like feather on the scale for hope you know yeah way in omegas it's like the phoenix was like no she's an omega but i would love to have some sort of confrontation where it's like oh hey we actually yes. just need sync we don't need hope and oh her being God. like what and then she's like we have i'm gonna fuck him up and then she's like i'm gonna fuck him up i'm gonna break up their relationship her relationship with talon like i want that drama do you think you could write a story where Sync fights Hope? Like, but that's the but that's the thing is like, but but she wouldn't be able to do anything. Well, oh wait, here's the deal. Oh wait, here's the deal. He would go to fight her, and he would go, "Bitch, you don't have access to anyone's powers. I do because you don't. You have to be close by." And she goes, "But guess what, bitch? I'm close by you. So now I do so have nice. access to powers." Nice. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Where does it end? Yeah. But I do feel if it's maybe it might be like how when Havoc and Cyclops shoot each other, it maybe it creates some sort of like like, like warp. Or maybe it's like a, 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 a symmetry, like a connection type of circuitry thing. And it does something even yeah. weirder. I think it would do something so deeply weird to the both of them. Or what if it is a thing where it's like if you ever fucked it would create a black hole and it would destroy the world, the universe pretty much. Yeah. And, but then it's just like, it would create a dominion. Oh my God. And then sinister. And then sinister is like trying to like make them fuck each other. Like putting out like rose petals. Yeah. And then you'd have to bring back Stacy X. Cause isn't that Stacy X's powers? Like pheromone powers. I mean, you know, and Emma Frost can make you want to fuck. She did that. Do you remember that one? She did that when she made everyone come. She was like going up each stair where she was like, dance. And then everyone on that floor danced. And then she like went upstairs and she's like, fuck. And then everybody fucked. I love that. That was Leia Williams. Love it. That one shot, X-Men Black. Um, I um, I was talking about when people were protesting outside of Xavier's mansion in Morrison's run and she just made everyone come. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? She's like, oh, shut up. She's like, a cellist? Because I can do oh, this. I do this with up. your man. She's like, you made Scott come too. And she's like, did I? He's been jerking off looking at me for the past 20 minutes. You didn't even notice, Gene. Yeah. She's like, Gene, you've never come. Tight ass bitch. Oh my God. Has Gene Gray ever come? 
That is the burning question on comic book queers this week. I think she has once she finally was able to fuck Wolverine in Krakoa. Oh, I was going to say Mastermind is the only one that's ever made her come. Oh, no. While she, but she doesn't remember it because she was, um, she was the Black Queen. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're talking a lot about X Men. Maybe we remembers. should. Maybe we should hit the. Uh, X- no, she was yeah, in a coma so at that X-Men point. Books came out last week. Yes. All right, Gen V, hit it. I was reading X Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. All right, we have some X books to talk about. We have quite a bit. Can we start with the one I forgot to read? Sure. Wolverine, number 37. Wolverine. Did you read it? I did read it. Oh, my God, girl. This is like such a role reversal when it comes to who didn't read Wolverine. I know, right? You were not reading the Wolverines. And I no, you were reading them and I wasn't because I was like, fuck this shit. I mean, because I do love Wolverine. Like one thing I want to be clear about is like Wolverine's in my top 10 X-Men. Okay, he's not in mine. I don't care. All right. I mean, the I think you do. The character of Wolverine, he's so epic. Like, he's just so epic. Like He's epic, but he's just too Wolverine. epic. It's too epic. He's like the Leonardo DiCaprio of the X-Men. It's also like having Cyclops be your favorite X-Men. The only the only exception yeah. I take to that is Storm, but, but it's different for ladies. For me, if you're going to no, be Storm a dude, the- if you're going to be a dude superhero you need to be extra special and just wolverine is just too basic i don't not like wolverine i do like him but i'm not putting him in yeah, as just, my he's a predictable safe like it's I'm more exactly it's more it's it's wolverine. it's just the idea of of all the people that like him is what prevents me from saying that he's my favorite i feel like people are like oh my god you like wolverine okay like okay like I mean, oh, I wouldn't yeah, be like that. If I someone mean, wants to like Wolverine, they're allowed to. I allow it. What do you want me to tell you what happens in this? Man. Yeah, it looks amazing. And I do love this artist. Yeah, the artist is great. Um, anyway, it finally, because I was saying, when is Wolverine going to acknowledge that, you know, the fall of X happened? And this is where it is. He's talking about how he's like, Fuck, everybody's hunted, you know, everything's all fucked up and, you know, Orcus has gone crazy and I guess I'm in hiding now. What am I going to do? But um, the problem is, is there's still those Wolverines on the run. And they and I guess I think he knows I I think he knows about the whole deal that, you know, if 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 Orcus sees mutants, they'll kill 10 people. Yeah. So I think he's like, I need to get rid of these Wolverines because they could just be like walking around getting 10 people killed every time they're seen. So he's like, I need to hunt down the last one. He gets uh, Jeff Bannister, his, you know, government uh, CIA. What is he technically in? What government agency? Uh, CIA? CIA, I uh, guess. CIA, because the X desk is at CIA. Right? right. So he's like, give me what you have. I need to find these Wolverines. The first Wolverine he finds is at Xavier's mansion. And he notices this Wolverine has turned into a Wendigo. A Wendigo? Oh, a Wend- I want to say Wendigo. Wendigo. Um, he turns into a Wendigo, which don't know. I guess what is? How do you turn into a Wendigo? Are you cursed? I think you eat, like you. Um, you eat. What's gluten. that movie? About you eat like too much gluten. It's, 
There's a cannibalism tie to turning into the Wendigo. Oh, I think it's if you eat if you eat human flesh that you can yeah, be cursed yes. to become yeah, a, Wend- a Wendigo. What was that movie? That movie Ravenous, where like they crash and the guy starts eating flesh and he becomes more and more Wendigo. Oh, okay. So anyway, he goes to kill this this dude, but the Wendigo just totally rips him in half. And he's about to get killed when along comes Immortal Hulk with long hair. So at yes. first I thought it was Kazar, Kazar. What's his son's was, name? Like, the son. Yeah, the son. Scar. I thought Scar, Scar, not Kazar. Who's Kazar? Kazar. Is he the guy from, uh, wasn't he a fake Tarzan, like Marvel Tarzan? Yeah, Kazar. Okay, anyway, it wasn't Scar. It was just Immortal Hulk. And he ends up killing the Wind, the Wind, the Wendigo. And he turns back to normal. He puts, he literally kind of just puts Wolverine back together for him to heal. And then they're basically just kind of like, he's like, hey, I need to find these Wolverines. And Bruce is like, hey, I got nothing to do. I'll come help you. And so then the next one is in Japan in that suicide forest. The one that Logan Scott yeah, filmed oh. a guy hanging himself oh. and then got <laughs> Logan canceled. Scott. Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Right. Who's Logan? <laughs> I'm kidding. I swear to God, I'm now just like your grandma. Logan anyway, Scott so then, uh, this, who, what's the name of that person again? Anyway, um, they come to a cult. Um, they get ki- They get kidnapped by a cult. And it turns out the cult is like looking for... Um, immortality and they found this Wolverine. Okay. And so they're like, Oh, we found this guy. And he, if you cut him, he heals. So this is our keto immortality. Let's all drink his blood. And so then they kill him. Um, and the Hulk. So the, yeah. Wait, is this two of the, two of the clone Wolverines? One turns into the Wendigo and one is food for a cult. Yes. Yeah. So okay. each one, it's kind of like him. The whole the whole issue is him going to get all the different Wolverines. And I believe oh, it's just I'd three. Of they them. probably traveled in packs. They probably traveled in a pack. Um, well, they didn't because somehow one is in Japan and one was at Xavier's mansion. Oh, these are in different places. That's right. Never mind. Yes. Um, and then Bruce is like, they're all like, we're going to kill you and drink your blood too. And then Wolverine goes, hey, why don't you kill that guy over there, my partner? First. And Bruce is like, <laughs> fuck you. I don't want to turn into, and then they just stab him. And he just turns into the hog and just starts murdering everybody. And so then he murders the uh and then they murder that Wolverine too. But he's also noticing that each of the Wolverines are, have, are developing different personalities. And then this one was actually oh, more shit. peaceful and nicer. And he's like, what's going on? So then the third Wolverine, they're in Madripoor. Oh, wow. And this Wolverine yes. is, is is disguised as Patch. But he's still like, blah, 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 blah. Like he's still not, like he's still like not sane. <laughs> um, and he, uh, is being held by um, none other than Solemn. Oh, we love it. And Solemn decides to put that wolf, that that patch Wolverine clone and the Hulk into a fight, into like some death match, cage match that everybody in Magipur is watching. And, you know, that ends with, you know... <laughs> That ends with the Hulk, you know, just, but the funny thing is, is the Hulk kills every single one of them. Wolverine does not, 
oh no no this one he does <laughs> no 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 this one in the end wolverine does jump down oh, because he yeah, takes the yeah. what's the blade kills him what's the, the blade Maramasa. yeah he takes that blade and and chops him and chops his head off but then uh, the Hulk is like, fuck you. I don't want to be around you anymore. <laughs> and he jumps and escapes. And so Wolverine's now like, okay, well, I killed these Wolverines. So I guess now I can just focus on Orcus. And that's how it ends. So it was good. I, I was really thing. good. It was really I, good. It yeah. had Hulk in a good way. It brought in Solemn and he was all funny and sexy and gay. Like, of course, he they walked in on him. He's having a bisexual orgy. I love how he's always yes. having a bisexual orgy. He's always having a bisexual <laughs> orgy. He's a good character. He's a good character. I appreciate also that they wrapped up the whole going after the clone Wolverines thing in one issue. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I thought this was going to be the next arc. This re- it reminded me of not, I mean, just in the, I loved like, you know, what's, can you guess, do you remember what is my favorite issue of Uncanny X-Men? Of the original Uncanny mm-hmm. X-Men? Um, the fever dream when Wolverine was crucified? No, that one is amazing, but it is around that time period. But it is when uh. Psylocke, turns into Lady Mandarin and one by one in her hallucination, she has to go and one by one kill every X-Men. And so I it's li- I ever knew that about you, that that's your favorite issue of Uncanny Because X-Men. it starts, I love a little 10 little Indians thing where it's like one by one, everyone's being oh, well, picked that's off. Why mine is uncanny, my, that's why mine is Uncanny love Annual it. 11, where they fight Horde and they succumb to their wishes and dreams one by one. But anyway, just how it's going from now we're going to do kill someone in this world and now we're in this place and now we're in this place. Now we're in this place. It was like, let's get to it. Let's bring it, it up. This was fun. I was I was like, as it's someone like who was one. as someone who was a hit. Oh, I love that shit, too. Although I do yeah, wish you would give me a list that you're crossing off. Oh. But here's the and this might be it needs to be. And I know he released it once. It needs to be one movie. And he re-edited and released in a screening of it once of the whole thing just as one movie. Oh, my God. Um, Because I feel like Kill Bill needed to have that momentum where she needed to kill everybody off in one goddamn movie. Anyway, it's great. It's great. And as someone who was like not digging Wolverine, I'm really happy. Although I was digging it when it was just with him and Beast. So it's kind of back. When it was Beast. Yeah. Yeah. Which he's got to come back at some point. Yeah. Yeah, where's Beast in all of this? Seriously. And how does he feel about it? He's like, I'm doing this to protect mutants. And they're like, well, uh, all the mutants are dead. So what are you going to do? What's Hank McCoy doing is what I would like to know. Is he on Orcus's side? Will he just join Orcus? Probably. Because I will tell you this. Um, Watching people... uh, Watching people on the like people that are just like new like like uh, YouTubers or influencers or news people that are on TikTok or YouTube as that are on the left, as soon as anything goes awry, uh, awry. Why did I say awry? I said it the wrong way. I can't say words wild. anymore. As soon as anything goes awry and they get kind of canceled for saying something like fucked up, they just fully completely go to the right. They and then you're like, oh, it was all just about the clicks and the likes and the hits, and not actually what you believe yeah. in. And I kind of think that's right. how Beast is. Um, Beast is just like just fully embrace the right. Yeah. Oh, what's going to give me the most power? Once it started to come out once, like right, be- right before it started to come out, what a piece of shit he was. 
he went Republican. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you were always a Republican. Yeah. You always were a piece of shit. And you showed your true colors before your true colors were revealed. Russell Brand. Talk about, I mean, people are like, oh my God, did you hear Russell Brand is a rapist? And I'm like, oh, that wasn't a thing before? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, oh. I'm not surprised. Like, at all <laughs> like all. like if you had to like put a Let's lineup put that way. if i had to take a guess of comedians <laughs> that haven't been canceled yet like that would have been one of them if somebody was like which comedian is a, re- a russell brand yeah um anyway uh let me talk about alpha flight let's do it alpha flight number two alpha flight Number two. Love the art. Who is the artist? We're not even naming the artists we love. Um, I believe Wolverine was Juan Jose Reap. Uh, let me pull it up. Um, Juan Jose Reap. Yep, you are correct. And then this is Alpha Scott Flight. Godlewski. Scott Godlewski. Ed Brisson, the writer. Ed Brisson? Brisson? Brisson. Ed Brisson. It's old Ed Brisson. And all right, so and this we see goddamn North Star's stupid husband. God, I hate him. I hate him. It's North Star's fucking husband who's still around, who doesn't even have any. Can he die? Powers. That's the thing. Like, he's the God. one person we're he's not like going to refrigerate. Of getting killed. We just like I know we're not supposed to refrigerate characters, oh especially like, the bomb the especially if they're a person of color and especially if they're gay. I understand, but here's the beauty of it: we have we have diversity already. I'd understand if it's like the only character that's gay. It's not. It's not. We can kill him. We can kill him. Let's kill him. Can we please so, kill him? Just give him powers. How would you feel if we gave him powers? No, no, because he wouldn't be a mutant. And then if he turned out he was a mutant, that's just like too gay. I don't know. I just. (laughs) How would you feel if it turned out that he was Nathaniel Essex? That would be really racist and problematic of him taking over a a black person's body. Um, No, I just, he just needs to die. I do like the idea though, of maybe him being possessed with something evil and then North star has to kill him. I like that. Like malice. Yeah. Ooh, malice takes him over. Choker. (gasps) But malice, but malice technically has a body now, so she doesn't have to do that anymore. That's right. But I will tell you who I do like is this like blue haired dude. Who with the with the horn rimmed glasses and blue hair, sexy. Yeah, or though, how sexy. old is he? What's, he's of age, right? I'm, not, I'm, just like, I'm just like he's 14. I'm like fuck. Is this is this? No, he seems old. Yeah. Is this Argent? Yeah. Has he been in the comics before? I think he's new. He had like weird watery type powers. Yeah. Anyway, he was cool. I liked him. So he's like the mutant they brought in. And we also see that finally um, uh, Professor X's daughter, who they still really haven't ever talked. Um, what's her name? I Xanax. Love this. What's her name? Xanax. Z- uh, Z- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yes. No, wait, what is it? I know it's with the start with says Xanax. No, wait, what is it for real? I can't remember anything anymore. It's Ozempic. Shut up. <laughs> Her name is Xandra. 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 Um She's kind of like, hey, you can send um, mutants to us. But by the way, it's kind of a war zone where we are, too. So it's not great here either. And, you know, because, you know, it just turned out that we actually, you know. She's like, but fuck it. But go ahead and send them because I am a mutant. She's like, they're going to die here, but bring them. Bring them. It's fine. And then we go back to. Uh, Also, but I love that we are talking to her because of. And I, this, I guess this is one good thing that came out of that last Marauders is that um, Dakin Fang is now like part of the Imperial Guard. Like the, the whole bestowing of the name Fang and his current costume. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I uh, like that. Honorary member, I do like that. Honorary member. The, so that's why he's got this relationship with Zandra. I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. And then we get to Albert Lewis. Um, who's the guy who's on the run and he is in a feedback. diner feedback 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 that Janet Jackson song that's oh, one of Janet Jackson's best songs anyway um he you could just see this is so creepy where you just see the whispers and then you can just tell like oh he's been they know he's a mutant and so yeah. everyone's being like real smiley or cagey around him. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go. And that's when he notices like, uh-oh, all the cops are here. The so cops he's, are outside. So he's like, everybody get the fuck out of here. I'm not going down without a fight. Um, And then we get to North, St- uh, North Star. Uh, um, Snowbird. Snowbird. And the other character who I did not read really Alpha Flight when she was in it. Um, nemesis nemesis so i don't really know a lot about her do you know a lot about her other than no, she can I teleport don't, don't and she has some sword I've seen her before the sword can help the sword allows her to teleport yeah so i don't really know what her deal is but you know she seems cool does she ever take her you know cool. mask off there have been three different women who have donned this 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 costume and called themselves nemesis. Oh, so this we could not know I'm, who this is. Is it Jessica we Hudson? We could not know who this is. Not just is it Heather, Heather Hudson. Hudson? Jessica Hudson? Is it Jennifer Hudson? It's Jennifer know. Hudson. I want it to be Jennifer Hudson. Well, that would be great, but this show should just be Heather called Hudson? Evil Jeff. Mixes up the names of every single character. <laughs> Um, I think Heather Hudson, that would be, I would blow ass if that, <laughs> if that happened. Um, so anyway, they find out that, uh, that Albert Lewis is being held hostage in America. And so they go to fly out. And then this little fucking department H cunt is like, no, we're just going to send the box program out. And you like, come, you fucking come back. So she's kind of like Canadian onto them. Val Cooper. Yeah. Could you chill Canadian she Val Cooper. She is Canadian Val Cooper. Where is Val Cooper? What happened to Val she's Cooper? X Men 97. Is that true? I don't know. Uh, yeah, Val Cooper is going to be in X Men 97, the cartoon. But I don't know. Oh, oh, well, she, that doesn't current, mean, that doesn't mean shit. Her current, it means she, she's in the MCU. Uh, it's canon. Her current 
Whereabouts to me are unknown, Val Cooper. American Wait, are you American trying to tell me X-Men 97 is part of the MCU right now? <laughs> no, no. I mean, That's a whole separate universe. There's a multiverse, so. Yeah, but it's not part of the MCU, which is 616. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Ah! All right, so anyway, so Box is ready to start killing Feedback. Feedback is blasting shit. He's basically like if Sunfire and Armor and uh, Cannonball were all like rolled into one, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. And pretty cool. uh <clears throat> And so he's fighting them. What happens? Oh, and then they come. So they come to save Alpha him. Alpha Flight comes and saves him. But but the yeah. Alpha Flight that's not part of Alpha Flight. They're the ro- the one that's not. Right. They don't realize that the they're working together. So North Star, Alpha Flight, and North Star, Aurora, Fang, and uh, Nemesis. Yes. Yeah, so and that's how it ends. So I'm excited. I'm excited for him to join that team. Love it. This is good. It's great. And I also like the art. It's just so funny how the art it's good. just really is like essential. Listen, I mean, so that makes me want to talk about Uncanny Avengers because honestly, you know, it hurts a little. Yeah. The art. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't yell at me. No, I'm but, not. I agree. You know, I don't. I'm it, not a fan either. It matters. It matters. It feel no. What it has? It's doing the thing of. It's almost doing some like, leaf field things of just bodies are not moving the way human bodies move, and I know yeah, that that I mean, happens listen, sometimes. I've I never even come close to this. Like this is this is good. This is talented. I just. But I mm-hmm. think it's like. Do you know who I feel? Do you know who I, and it's once again, it's like, yes, Jeff, everything comes from that same, but who has the best body movement art ever is uh, Mark, Mark Silvestri. Silvestri. Mark Silvestri. He just has a thing where people are just leaning or if they're fighting and they're jumping and they're moving the way their necks and their arms and their hands, everything was just perfect. And this just feels this. clunky. Yeah. Everyone in Mark Silvestri's world lived in a very elegant world like even wolverine yeah to me always like posed yeah and stood and sat but this is like fucking comic book i thought that's what that's what i fucking want this name this guy's that's name is you want. You ha- want javier Garon, and oh. uh i'm sorry to this man but you know i'm sure we you're talented naming we're only naming the ones we like oh shit oh i'm sorry well sorry okay Sorry to this man. And it's not like, no. And there's some panels that are good. Like there's some things of, I think he's okay with the the faces. I don't mind. It's the bodies. Yeah. Agree. And I will say faces are more important. Uh, If you, if you don't get the faces right, that's like, remember when Greg land was doing everything and it would drive me fucking nuts. And he's, they just announced a new Greg lands book. Ooh, that's what we should have did hot topics about. There was like some new, Books is it in Marvel? Announced. Yeah, it's X-Men. It's X-Men. Which one? What could it be? Who could it be? Oh, it is. You're going to hate it. What? It's called Original X-Men number one. What does that mean? Christos Gage. It means the original five are called upon for an all-new multiversal mission. 
how are you going to put Beast in that? Is it going to be the like from it's past Beast? Oh, it's from, the, from past. the past. So it's just a another yeah. past. I don't read any of that shit. That one where it's like, look at Storm from when she had a mohawk. No. No, I don't want to. I know I couldn't. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read it. Magneto, the old Magneto, the old. I don't care. Hey, let's read this thing that has no consequences to the future of the X-Men or the or event of the X-Men universe. Why would I read that? Why? I don't like prequels. That's why I never saw. Uh, you better. I never watched. Uh, you better call Saul. Prequel. No. This is. This just feels. It kind of feels like a rehash of the. No, I agree with you on prequels because, like, ultimately, it's like, what are we doing here? We know where we're going. We know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I like to watch a story where I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, um, Uncanny Avengers. Um, there's this weird thing where they're all like, "Cap, we want to kick you off the team as being the leader." Isn't that so, <laughs> so weird? And then where he's like, that "Even come." And from? then he's like, "No." And then they're like, "Okay." <laughs> Oh, what? It was so weird. I don't understand. Because he got his arm broke by Captain Krakoa. They're like, we don't think you should do this. And even Rogue's, her logic didn't even make sense to me. Where she was like, if they wind up killing Captain America, the, the world will love them even more. And I'm like, wait, how? I feel like killing Captain America is the one thing that will f- get the world against them. Yeah. Also, you, the X-Men need to be underground. You can't have the leader as someone that has to hide their face. Like you need a public figure that won't kill 10 humans whenever you're yeah, seen. I, it's weird. Like you need Captain America as the face of But this. luckily he's like, actually, so you're all, PR. he's like, you're all stupid. I'm not going to do that. And they're like, all right, I guess we have to listen to the white guy. Which, I know, right? But also, he's right. That's the worst. The worst but is when the right, got lucky this time. the person wearing an American right flag outfit is is and white with blonde hair is right. Ugh. It's weird. I'm like, why even have this internal drama? That you know what? I gotta say this. I gotta say this. Oh, all right. I'm having an epiphany. I did not like the original Uncanny Avengers. I didn't. Oh, I liked it until it had the whole apocalypse twin thing or what were those those two twins oh yeah 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 the Kang I, I couldn't give a fuck oh. I know right but all they did was fight all they did was fight well was Havoc and Wasp they did more than fight they fucked that I mean that's true but but it was just it was just an ugly book like Rogue and Scarlet Witch like it never stopped it's like the Guardians of the Galaxy video game I don't know if you played it but it, it's so good, but it reaches a point where Rocket fight and Star-Lord fight so much that you're like, I'm sick of this. Oh, and you get sick of it? And you get sick of it, and you're just like, I'm just sick of this constant fighting. And that's how I felt about Uncanny Avengers, and that's how I feel about this issue. Like, you, you like had to manufacture this internal drama to a point where it doesn't even make sense. And like, is that really like the narrative around this title? I will tell you, it's very similar to another comic. The way that fight went out. It's a comic called the the aerials. And it was written by Jeff McCubbin when he was 12 years old. (laughs) 
Oh my God! I knew it sounded somewhat familiar. And in it, so the leader, the leader was named Avis, who was basically a ripoff of Angel. And he tried to kill. Um, he tried to. He tried to uh, shoot a missile at the bad guy, and it hits the wall. And then the debris from the wall falls on one of his teammates. So afterwards, they're all like, "Hey, you shouldn't be leader anymore because your leadership skills are not it." And then he's like, how dare you? But then he actually slaps the girl in the face who says, she says, you're a, you suck as a leader. <laughs> no. And then he slaps her in the face and she falls off a building and then he saves her. And then she's like, thank you for saving me. And then they kiss. After he slaps oh her God. in the face, I was 12 years old. I had very warped concepts of what love was. Anyway, it seemed a lot like no this. No one taught you. It seemed a lot like this. As in it wasn't written well. As in it wasn't written well. I, I feel like the aerials had more of a justification than, than, than Rogue did. Oh, my God. You know what? I need to take a picture of that scene and send it to you and because you will be horrified. Oh, my God. Um, I am dying to see that. Anyway, back to the uncanny... Um, so Avengers, the interesting Modoc. characters are Modoc and Sinister, and then the whole uh, liberation, the mutant liberation friend. That's what's more fun to me. Yeah. So one thing about um, Modoc and Stasis is I kind of feel like Jerry Duggan is playing a little bit of a joke on us right now because I'm pretty confident after seeing a certain flashback that's in this issue and seeing the newspaper headlines surrounding Modoc and Stasis in this panel. Yeah. I can tell you who Captain Krakoa is. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, well, let's get to the point where he fucks and then you can reveal it to me. Because he's with the whole team and then he goes to take a shower and in walks... Um, Lady Fenris, what's their names? Andrea? Is it just Andrea? Andrea Strucker. Andrea Strucker. She walks in and they fuck. And then she's like, oh, it's you. And he's like, you better fucking not tell anybody. I'm going to fuck you. But if you tell anybody, I'll fucking kill you, bitch. Who is it? Bitch. And that, and while Andreas is listening to him, fuck her sister. Who well, is it? Who is it? Because he's jealous. So true. I think it's Nuke. Who's Nuke? Nuke is... The guy that they... Is this um, who you thought it was before? So Nuke is a Captain America villain. In Morrison's one run, it was revealed that Nuke was one of the early Weapon Plus. He was like Weapon 4 or something like that, Weapon 5. He is laying on Ben Urich's desk. Oh, right, with the flag tattooed on his head. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Yes. And look at the newspaper panels surrounding... Modoc and Stasis. Oh. I think they're just giving it away here. Earlier in the issue. You are right. Oh, you're right. Easter egg. It's, it's him. It's, they're, bla- they're, le- they're like, wham. Oh, wah, yeah. He's shown up in. Not- didn't he show up in the X Men comics too at some point? Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know like when he appeared, but he was part of Weapon Plus, but. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So I just feel like that's a big like nuke stolen, like Modoc and Stasis stolen. Yeah. It's nuke, nuke, nuke. <laughs> or it, uh, the other theories of who Captain Krakoa are is, you know, I came up with the the 
crazy 1950s cap, um, William Burnside. Yeah. A lot of people are also saying it's Hydra cap from what was that secret empire that crossover where like cap all of a sudden pushed somebody out of a plane, Jack flag and was like, hail Hydra. And people were like, what the fuck? But was and that, that was like some alternate. Wait, it was like some, like the cosmic cube created him or something like that. Oh, I thought that was him, but then he just became evil. And then it no, turned back. Because then he fought. No. Cause then they fought at the end. It was like a uh, real cap. A real cap was like stuck in a dream. It was really weird. But that could be Hydra Cap, which is why, like, I, which is why Andrea Strucker would be like, "Oh, it's you," because Hydra Cap was a very Nazi character. True, a fascist. Um, yeah, I love that idea. I think that's great. It's fun, and then it looks like, uh, you know, Orcas is planning to like nuke cities and blame it on mutants. I guess. Oh, classic classic what else what else we read um we have dark x-men dark x-men how do you like your coffee madeline Pryor. like my x-men dark dark, dark. <laughs> um there's some dark shit that happens in this book so it looks like it ended. the first one ended where there was like a demony looking Madeline Pryor yeah, and it looks like this is just yeah it looks like it's just an alternate universe Madeline Pryor the, right the nightcrawler dog the nightcrawler dog next to her that was in a story and I'm pretty sure that it was during Secret Wars when all the books were the alternate universes like their their battle world books yeah and there was a book called Inferno remember that Oh yeah, was Inferno. I think the Madeline Pryor from that book is this Madeline Pryor, because she turns in that story she turns Nightcrawler into a thing that looks just like this. Oh okay, like that's Nightcrawler. So they got her, and meanwhile, regular Madeline's like, oh my god, now I have to put my boyfriend back together. So annoying, and he seems like a zombie now. I hope he does. Is he going to turn back to normal? Is he just like a zombie? She does it. She does it pretty hastily. Like she basically staples his neck back together with magic. And he's, yeah, like a kind of a clueless, lobotomized, a little bit zombie. And then um, poor Gambit. Gambit seems so like. What is he doing? So like out of place here. Like I know he's a thief. And but he but this is like on another level of crazy with these with all these people that they're with. This is like M played and like yeah, it's just um yeah. And then this poor girl, the poor girl from uh uh what she just changed her name to to faint. Faint. Why? Why? Yeah. Um because then she just she just turns into like a monster. So what is that? What is what is that reference? Shapeshifter. Oh, can she turn into anything? She's a anybody. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, and faint is like F E I N T is like it's like a it's like a false attack, like a misleading attack, yeah, like a distraction before an attack, something like that. So the name is actually pretty good. And Vita Ayala said that a while ago that she did want to change her name, and in that Children of the Atom book, um, there was like a there was like an Easter egg that it was going to be faint. Like there was like a sign somewhere in a panel 
or like 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 or like a band she was part of had the word faint in it. Anyway, there's history. Cool. So then Gambit's talking to Azazel. Zero is dragging around Albert, the Wolverine android. What's that other head on him? Or is that ha- that happens it's later? Zero. Wait. It's Zero using his powers, the guy from um, The Five Lights. Oh, oh, okay. But he's not permanently yeah. connected to him. He's just like hanging on. No, his Zero's like a flesh blob. So right. He just can do anything. Okay. Yeah. I got confused with that. Yeah. Um, uh, this one, I'm still like, I still feel this was like a lot of explanation. I feel like there's still a lot of setup. setup. I feel like this is still setting yeah. up a lot. So it's not as yeah. interesting to me. It's like, okay, now here's, this is this team. And you're like, okay, 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 okay. Um, they weird. Yeah. And she has her own like dark cerebro, which is cool. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it is dark X-Men, you know, they're living up to the title. Um, one thing I thought was interesting. Remember I was telling you about Albert and he had a partner LCD, the robot little girl. And she's in this. She's yeah. She's captured by, there's like these two kind of, I don't even know what they are. They are. They, Undead or the one I can't tell oh, these like two, like agents the two agents I can't yeah. tell like what they're they're freak they're freaks yeah they're freaks but they're put in charge they're the freaky shit they're the orcas people put in charge of like collecting all of the demon stuff which it seems like yeah. they're suited for it because they seem freaky deaky um freaky deaky is a great way but they do that. have the Wolverine they have the oh, the Nightcrawler dog they have. Uh, that little robot girl. They also have, you know, this other goblin queen. So they're preparing to specifically seem like they're preparing to specifically fight these dark X-Men. Yeah. I mean, which, you know, these Madeline Pryor hasn't exactly been subtle in terms of moving to New York. <laughs> I mean, that's a big target. Like the shift. Well, it's also like, but, mansion. but if you were there, if it was, do you get, now I know I keep bringing this back up, but it's a stupid plot point. So I'm going to bring it back up. We kill 10 people. And then if we see another one, we kill a hundred people. How do they keep track of like, who's the 10, who's the hundred, who's the, you know what I mean? Like, and also if you, if, if they see it's, you again, it's like 10 days later, it's like, no, you already killed my 10 people. So you, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Oh shit. Do you have a punch card? Yeah. I'm sure that's just being that that's going to be used very specifically in a major story down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they established that as a thing because there's going to be a specific story that uses that thing later. All the other books are like, yeah, what? Oh, we don't care. Um, and then what about Callisto's, uh, these, all these Morlocks get killed. Jesus Christ. Which in like a horrible way. By Thunder just gets by Death Angel with a fucking skull head, which looks like his head was decapitated. Cause it's all yeah, like so bleeding out. Got, the alternate universe goblin queen was doing shit to him because Orcus kidnapped him. Yeah. Yikes. Always getting transformed, this Warren Worthington. I love how it's like, let's let's he's like it's like him and Rain. Him and Rain Sinclair, it's like, let's fuck with them. 
Let's make them miserable. I mean, at Always. least that, at least poor Rain, fucking with this poor ginger, the you know hairy ginger, him. It's like, yeah, let's fuck with this rich white dude with blonde hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Dark X Men. Um, oh wait, I wanted to ask you the page where she puts Cerebro on, and it's like checking in with other. You know, you see Alpha Flight, you see Callisto, you see Logan. Yeah. Who's that girl in the middle with the mushrooms? Do you know? She is he Mystique. Is um Brenda. Is That's Brenda. No, I don't know. I'm just making it oh, up. I don't know. I don't Brenda. know. Um, who's that old guy at the bottom? Is that Omega um Kid Omega? That girl with the mushrooms in the middle, I don't know. I don't know. Could she be uh there's a Wendigo? Is she um is she's from like uh like the Strange Academy or is she like from who's the what's is she Darcy? I'm just thinking of girls like that Darcy or like Emily Bright. Or like, yeah, oh wait a minute, know. wait a minute. Or is it I don't know why she'd be mushrooms, but is it like uh what's her nuts? Um uh, no, because she, she wouldn't be able to connect to a robot. Mara X. I'm just trying to go off of looks. But I think it's that's like something that we're going to find out. I think it's going to be fine. We'll find out. Keep an eye out oh, for wait, mushrooms, people. It's, hold on. It's Marisol Guerra. Who? Marisol is a young Mexican girl. When her mutant powers manifested, the X-Men brought her to the Jean Grey School for Higher Learning and gave her the codename Flourish. However, Marisol was very upset that she was taken from home where she could use her powers to help ordinary people. And because of her behavior, other students started to call her Creep. After a heart-to-heart with Storm, Marisol was allowed to return home. Oh. Who was the girl? Remember there was... Remember... this This was in a Storm series. Oh, how long ago? How long ago was the Storm series? Help me, Rhonda. They were. Do you? Re- 2015. Oh, okay. Do you remember when X-Men Gold, Kitty was leading the team and the mansion was in Central Park, and at one point it got sh- shifted to Limbo, and there was like yeah, a little, there was like an evil little like Jeff Lemire run, and there was like an evil little stu- like girl student who was like evil, who like kind of turned evil. Do you remember I think that? So? For a second, I, I was like, maybe girl. it's I her the run, yeah. And then I think no, I think Gale. Ileana had to kill her. All right, well, good for her. Okay, all right, who? Okay, Mushroom Lady. Yeah, she has chlorokinesis. Mushrooms. They say mushrooms are the future. Everybody, what? everybody is is microdosing mushrooms right now. Apparently, it's supposed really? to like get rid of your anxiety. So I'm going to try it one day. But I'm last time I did mushrooms, it, microdose is I I did a lot of them to get high and um, and uh, yeah, and I saw myself grow old and die. In the mirror. No. Don't look at yourself in the mirror when you're tripping real hard on mushrooms. That's just going to be my advice. So I'm kind of scared to do it. But people are saying Uh, now, like they now, they just legalized mushrooms in California. Yeah. But I mean, if you microdose, it's a whole different experience. No, exactly. But I'm still scared. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Let's get on to the last one. One last book. 
Uncanny Spider-Man. Uncanny Spider-Man, it's here. I, I got to tell you, this is the one I've been waiting for. How did you feel it? How did you feel it measured up? Were you happy with it? I mean, my expectations were high. I thought it was. I thought it was good. Yeah. You know, I wasn't allowed. I'll say this that happened that I was happy about. I agree. I'll tell you this: this person doesn't yet fully get Kurt. It's okay. not fully this feeling that's written Kurt yet. This is the guy that's. That's written, all I'm gonna say. Um, you know what I mean? This is the guy that's written Kurt since the beginning of Krakoa. This is the guy that's written every Kurt book. I kind of felt that way about then too. So I was I kind of know, okay. because I'll tell you this. I feel Kurt became the Curtest. Um, I feel in Excalibur, ironically, because uh -huh. that's when he was the leader. And I felt that's when he was like reaching his full potential. And then I think yeah. he came back. And he was kind of great as well, but then they killed him off and they came back and they just made him all religious. <clears throat> and a lot about the religion. And I felt like that that was like less too. interesting. And I guess maybe that's what it is, is I was almost kind of hoping for, a, no, I want the swashbuckler back. Like you're going to be Spider-Man, yeah. be the swashbuckler. You know what went a long way in solidifying that narrative is X-Men 2. The movie. Yeah. And he even has like a sword in this, right? He has his hope sword. The one that um, he killed or he thought he killed. But he's still, I just, I just need some more. Mm -hmm. I just need some more. I need some more joy and some less depression. And I know everybody's dead and he's escaped and like everything's awful. But I, I don't know. I need something. I, I want him to put the Spidey suit on and I want to see that swashbuckling because I feel like that spits the Spidey persona. And in it, he definitely was trying. He was like, oh, here's my my jokes. Well. I feel like he, they knew, I want them to push it a bit further. Anyway, but, but, yeah. I'm, but I liked it. I do like this. So I'm nitpicking because I have high expectations. I think a key to success for this book for me is to steep it in Spider-Man-ness. Exactly. Like, That's what I mean. Don't just turn it into a Nightcrawler story. Like, make it Spider-Man. I don't want it like Nightcrawler's depressed and wants revenge because then Spider-Man is the wrong hero for you to be mimicking. Like one long conversation with Mystique. Exactly. You know? like, I want the lighthearted fun because who's the villain in this? We get fucking Vulture as the villain. Yes. Like Which it feels great. like Spider-Man. That so feels Spider-Man. Right? That's great. Yes. 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 So one thing about this, which they, if you look back at Sons of X, this thing already appears is this little ghost baby Nightcrawler Bamf looking thing that I guess is like Nightcrawler's externalized consciousness I don't, or um, guilt. Uh, I don't know. These I don't know These things are usually guilt. Yeah. These externalized beings. Typically guilt. Okay. Uh, but yeah, if you go back to Sons of X, at the very end of Sons of X, he looks up and this thing is like on a rafter looking at him. Yeah. So those are the conscience, the consciences. Maybe. Always. Um, Which now Xavier yeah, kind of, said, Xavier's kind of doing the same thing. Everybody's having like, what do I do? How do I... What do I do now that like, it's all on me. I think a lot of these people feel like it's all on me because they're like alone. Yes. 
I wonder and if he Wolverine even is he his issue with yeah. that sentiment. And but that's the cool thing is like I don't think it seems like Nightcrawler is not aware of where the X Men are. They don't seem like they're no, aware no, of no, anything. No. He left. He wasn't at the gala. Yeah, he left before that, so he doesn't even. He thinks everybody's dead. I mean, it's a, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yes. And that's that's kind of the thing you have to remember about these characters that are left here in these books is that they all assume the X-Men are dead or they have a lot of hope that they're not. Yeah. Or the mutants. I mean, not just the X-Men. So they have feral Orcus has feral. Yeah. Vulture has feral. He's turning her into a hound. Yeah. So they're bringing back the hounds. The Orcus is, the Orcus is doing the hounds. Yeah. He's got techno organic. Yeah. He's got Warlock in him. Yeah. So it's like, well, it's not Warlock, but just that. Not Warlock. Yeah. But yeah. So that's all interesting. I w- Did that happen previously with Vulture? Or is this a new thing from Vulture that we have to get the backstory on? I'm curious. And then it looks like this one homeless lady was Mystique all along. A, a homeless lady who then became a homeless man wearing the same clothes. Yeah. And it's Mystique. So, Which that I, thank you. That was quick. Yeah, and we um, also have that the only person Nightcrawler is in touch with is the actual Peter Parker Spider-Man, because that's where who yes. he b- borrowed his costume for. I do love that they brought up. Where he's like, "But how did you get the tail co- part of the costume to work?" It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like he put that in there. Be like, so don't ask about it because I don't know. <laughs> so it's in- <laughs> it's interesting what. Mystique says when she finally turns. It's the same thing she said when she showed up at the beginning as the homeless woman. Yeah. Where's my baby? Where's my baby? Just, just knowing that we've got that X-Men Blue Origins story coming out that's like the 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 untold origin of Nightcrawler. But is she like I if they're already setting that so up? So is she not aware that this Nightcrawler Spider-Man is Nightcrawler? Um, she looks like she ha- her mind is not good. I think she did suffer some damage. Okay. What happened at the gala. And then the other thing I want to know is what is he using to mask his powers from the Sentinel, but then this little girl's necklace can tell he's a mutant? Yeah, I don't know. What was he doing before? Not sure. And I one thing I will say I do hate is immediately they're like, oh, we can tell that's Nightcrawler. I wished it was I wish the bad guys right. didn't know his identity. That's kind of one but of the, the fun thing about do, Yeah. The bad guys do compare the th- monster that killed the, all the diplomats and world leaders with Nightcrawler. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's very interesting because I think it reveals that our villain is a gay man. Wait, what? He says he's cute. Oh, right, 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 right. No, but that's Silver Saber talking at that point. It, I I didn't know if it was or not. No, it is. It is. That's Silver Sa- Saber. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. Because it's in italics. Yeah. It didn't have the like squiggly lines that her other speech balloons have. Why does she have squiggly and lines? What Does she talk weird? I don't know oh, what her she's deal is. Through an intercom. Oh, she's okay. Through got an it. Intercom. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, but but if you look at the he's cute balloon, it's coming from. 
it's coming from the guy. It's point. It's not. No, but that's her. coming from because her. Was, no, because she's looking at the things in front of her. Oh, they've cut to her. They're they cutting cut to, to her. She is. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, I wanted this guy to be gay. I mean, who knows? Maybe it is, but. <laughs> but that's yeah, a girl. Right, but right. look, it has nail polish on the fingers. I mean, I guess if yeah, that guy's gay, he would have nail polish on his fingers. No, but he's wearing gloves. No, he's wearing gloves. Yeah, that's her. It's her. Yeah, it's her. I don't know anything about Silver Saber. She's just like a mercenary, Um, right? She's a mercenary. Yeah. Is she one of those kind of like black, what is it? uh, Black cat where it's like good and bad, like not really taking sides. Yeah, I like sometimes she's an antagonist. Sometimes she's not. I like, I think she mostly skews ally hero protagonist okay so she's clearly i have a feeling she's clearly going to be on his side at the at the end of this but i I will say this in either i think it was the miles morales game not the spider-man game on the on the playstation she's in it and she's an antagonist you have to fight silver sable okay well we'll see we shall see, but it's spider-man but i like that it's all spider-man it's spider-man and mystique and nightcrawler i like it it's Spider-Man, it's Mystique, it's great. It's great. The X-Men are great. And we talked about the X-Men for so long yeah, that I think we're done. That wraps up our show. Yay! <laughs> Woohoo! Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We do the show every week, except when one of us needs to take a week off. And it's a lot about the X-Men, but it's a lot about other stuff too. So if this is your first episode, welcome to one of our extravaganza episodes where we talk about nothing but the X-Men, but tune in, turn on. We talk about other stuff too. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing that we really like to talk about, how is that if you do pick up an X-Men comic, well, then I hate to break it to you. That means you are queer. Queer. Bye. 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 Bye.